Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself. And I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, hello, hello. A very warm welcome to episode number 68 of the Balancing Act podcast. It's a fab to be here with you. And this Monday, I have a little change. You are, I'm going to share myself with you today. So I have been getting into this really enjoyable habit of doing a solo episode on a Friday and then guest interviews on a Monday. And I have decided to ramp down the guest interviews over the festive period. One, because I have lots that I really want to share with you that I feel will be of real value. And then secondly, it gives me that change in routine and a little bit of more slowness around how I get to create these episodes. So I really hope that you enjoy um, this one today. Now, I am recording this in advance and I admit it's only, what, four days in advance and I feel this little sense of like trepidation in how things might be looking in four days time. If you're listening in the future, we currently have another wave of COVID hitting and I think that I imagine for everyone there's this sense of like uncertainty around what our plans might be and how things might be looking in days, weeks, time. So yeah, I just want to acknowledge that as we dive in. And I feel that today's episode is very much in keeping with that and continuing the theme from the last episode where I talked about perfectionism at um, Christmas time. Really encourage you to go back and listen to that if today's episode uh, resonates with you. But what I want to talk about is how we get to look after ourselves at this time of year. And today I want to talk about nourishing your own needs when sometimes we don't even recognise what they are. We maybe even only come to notice that we haven't been meeting our needs whenever We have these outbursts over something seemingly trivial that even we don't really understand where it has come from. And um, it can be sometimes really difficult to join the dots backwards to see how, how things escalated to this scale. And it really, it feels so real in the moment and it is real in that that is that feels like our truth but what I want to offer you here is that it doesn't have to feel that way and I want to offer you um something that you can try if you want things to be a little bit different and I think in this there's a real acknowledgement that us taking care of ourselves like for that to just be for ourselves and to like enable us to feel better, like that is enough of a reason to look after yourself. And there's also the added benefit that this really impacts the people around you. And 
I find that there's a real ripple effect of this way of being in that it is setting an example to your family, not just your kids, maybe to your partner or extended family in how they get to take care of themselves as well. And when everyone is making that little bit of an effort in looking out for their own needs, then they're... Yeah, it, I think the, the dynamic gets to be a little bit different. So, um, yeah, I think let me start by saying I think that at Christmas there can be this real need to fit in with everyone else's plans. And, you know, that has to be the key. There has to be a compromise somewhere in there because often we have um, lots of people together or, you know, as might be the case this year, like not so many people together. And that is like a plan in itself. And so I think that, again, if you're a regular listener here, you may identify with the the feeling of like not wanting to cause too much of a fuss, not wanting to risk any like conflict or argument or confrontation. Um, and like definitely not to be seen as the awkward one, the one that's um, putting el- everyone else out. Um, and this, um, so much of this comes down to a discomfort with like taking up space in any way, which I think as females in general, um, and if like me, you're a highly sensitive person in general, then, you know, we're really conditioned not to do that. We we feel like it's not safe to to speak up because actually like not that long ago in history like it genuinely wasn't wasn't safe for females to speak up but now like even when that um like real sense of of um unsafe behavior is like it's isn't there the uns- the insecurity still comes up from not wanting too much attention on ourselves um not wanting to cause inconvenience to other people not wanting to make someone else feel uncomfortable and i know in the moment those things do not feel good in any way but you are still safe in that moment. Like it's okay for you to be putting your own needs like first or at the least equal with other people's. Because when we are consistently putting other people's needs first, we're then putting ours, our own down the priority list. And I think there's a quote in Untamed by Glennon Doyle, a book I love so much. It's something along the lines of like every time we're saying yes to something that we don't want to do. So yes to someone else, we're saying no to ourselves. And so I just want you to know and really reinforce the fact that like you are entitled to take up space. You're entitled to make your needs known and you're entitled to take care of yourself. And it's possible to do that in a way that feels nourishing and doesn't feel like confrontational or doesn't feel like mean to others. So I think that what this can look like in like more practical, like tangible terms is it might look like going out for a walk when you actually don't really want to or going on like a really long 
hike when actually you just fancy a stroll around the park. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's staying inside all day when actually you really want to get out for some fresh air. It might look like eating things that you don't really like you don't feel nourishing to you or eating like too much. Um, it might look like drinking things that you you don't really want to be that you don't like enjoy or don't like the taste of. Um, it might look like like watching TV either for longer than you want to, shorter than you want to, watching things that you don't really want to. Um, it might be playing games that you don't want to or doing activities that you don't really want to and you don't enjoy that much. And I think in all of this, as I said, like I'm not saying that there doesn't have to be a compromise. Like there, when we have groups of people together, all wanting to do different things, like of course there needs to be a compromise But I think there's a difference in that being like a conscious, acknowledged compromise rather than than you just going along with it because that feels like the, the default. And so I want you to like I invite you, I guess, to when you are are going along with those things, really check in with yourself about whether that the compromise that you have made feels good for you. And if it doesn't, then like, what can you do differently? Like, can you, can you go along with it as, as you agree to, but actually then later take some time out for yourself? Um, can you just say no and, and you like, um, take some time out from from the thing that's taking place or you know can you suggest a modification that is more in keeping with what the thing that like bringing in a little bit of the thing that you want as well because in this like when when we continually go along with the things that we don't want the sense of like frustration really builds up and just as i mentioned at the start then that build up it it quite often can happen even without us being aware of it because we think that this is just the way things are like oh this is happening again and um you almost it's sort of we expect it to happen but then inevitably the it all like bubbles over at some point and we then have an like an outburst and your outburst might be like this is all relative um I am definitely not a shouty person, for example. So it might be, you know, it, it can either be, maybe you are, but it can be like that internal outburst even um, over something really small that we then even feel confused as to why, why this is happening. Like, why are we getting so worked up about this like seemingly trivial thing? And it's because by that point we've built up a, a story in our head again often unconsciously about how everyone else seems to get their way all the time but we never do. And that it doesn't feel good like it doesn't feel nourishing and it's not taking care of our needs. So what I want to invite you to do in conclusion really is to take notice, like notice every time you are saying yes to something rather than like defaulting and jumping straight in with a yes, like think about whether that's really what you want. 
and in that moment decide like consciously decide what to do I know that for me like I really I could think of like numerous examples but in the I guess in the <laughs> the theme of like a light-hearted humorous funny example for me, it used to start with mince pies. Um, like I don't like mince pies. I like the the filling, okay, but I'm not one for the like the the thick pastry cases. I just I don't I, like I don't I don't hate it, but it just never feels when I eat it. It just never feels good. Like I don't enjoy eating it, and I don't enjoy how it feels afterwards. But. In certain situations, I would always go along. Like if it was a group of people and mince pies were offered, I wouldn't appear to be, I wouldn't want to be like, um, like the odd one out that who refuses the mince pie or if someone else had made them, for example, and offered them up, I wouldn't want to offend that person. Or I didn't want to be seen as like weird for not liking mince pies. <laughs> and so... I would just accept and eat them. But as I say, I would go through that cycle of it not feeling good. And you can imagine then of like, I guess in the moment it feels like disempowering in a way. And and so next time it would build. So the next time the mince pie came along, I would feel like a little bit like more resentment. Not, at, I don't really know even at who, but like this and this frustration of myself with like not being able to say no and you know you get the gist so like that's something like seemingly small and trivial but you get how that adds up with bigger and bigger examples so like all of these things if um these like transitioning these patterns of behavior takes time it doesn't like it's not it's not an easy thing to do and so be gentle and slow and kind to yourself and when you do find yourself, you know, inevitably at times going along, like come back to that sense of inner calm. So all through December, um, every Monday and Friday, I am offering five minutes of Connect to Calm over on Instagram. Um, you can check it out at Debbie Lee Co. And it's five minutes of guided relaxation and meditation to come back to that really get out of our head and back into our body so that we can like take some time out from those stories that are just on repeat there and really um like let let the emotion associated with that really dissipate and just get back to this feeling of inner calm and um knowing that like we are amazing and powerful within our bodies so yeah if if this episode today has resonated with you then please do go check it out and let me know um how you find out and with that I shall speak to you again soon bye for now. thank you so much for listening to this episode of the balancing act podcast if you'd like to connect with other working mums just like you who are seeking more balance in their everyday then come join us on the free facebook community the balancing act for working mums if you've loved what you've heard i would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast on your favorite platform so that we can spread the word to all the working mums out there looking for more balance until then i look forward to speaking to you in the next episode bye for now